Section twenty five of Vocus Populi by F. Anstey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Section twenty five. At a music hall. Scene the auditorium of a music hall the patrons of which are respectable but in no sense smart the occupants of the higher priced seats appear to have dropped in less for the purpose of enjoying the entertainment than of discussing their private affairs though this does not prevent them from applauding everything with generous impartiality the chairman ladies and gentlemen the celebrated character duettists and variety artistes the sisters silver twang will appear next they do they have just sung a duet in praise of nature with an interspersed step dance oh i love to hear the echo in the mounting tiddy iddy 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 um and to listen to the tinkle of the fountaining tiddy etc a white-capped attendant taking advantage of a pause plaintively sandwiches twopence voluble lady in the shilling stalls telling her male companion an interminable story with an evasive point no but you hear what i'm going to tell you because i'm coming to it presently i can't remember his name at this moment something like budkin but it wasn't that somewhere near bond street he is or a street off there a scotchman but that doesn't matter here she breaks off to hum the chorus of good old mother-in-law which is being sung on the stage well let me see what was i telling you wait a minute excuse me oh yes well there was this picture mind you it's a lovely painting but the frame simply nothing not that i go by frames myself of course not but i fetched it down to show him oh i know what you'll say but he must know something about such things he knew my uncle and i can tell you what he is he's a florist and married nineteen years and his wife's forty years older than me but i've scarcely spoke to her and no children so i fetched it to show him and as soon as he sets eyes on it he says female character comic on stage lugubriously retold a riddle old dearie retold a riddle old do i can't tell you how old it is but hundreds of years in chinese i shouldn't wonder but we can't trace its history that's what he said and if he don't know nobody does for it stands to reason he must be a judge though nothing to me when i say nothing i mean all i know of him is that he used to be tenor vocalist on stage my sweetheart when a boy i always liked that song don't you well and this is what i was wanting to tell you she got to know what i'd done how is more'n i can tell you but she did and she came straight into where i was and i see in a minute she'd been drinking for drink she does from morning to night but i don't mind that and her bonnet all on the back of her head and her voice that asky she tenor she sang a song of home sweet home a song that reached my heart and i couldn't be expected to put up with that you know but i haven't half told you yet well etc etc 
in the reserved stalls first professional lady resting to second ditto as miss florrie fuljambe appears on stage new dresses to-night second ditto yes inspects miss f's costume something wrong with that boy's dress in front though cut too low is that silver bullion it's trimmed with that silver stuff they put on my pantomime dress has turned quite yellow first ditto it will sometimes did you know any of the critics when you were down at slagtown for the panto second ditto i knew the grimeshire mercury and he said most awfully rude things about me in his paper i was rather rude to him at rehearsal but we made it up afterwards you know lily's married dear first ditto what lily you don't mean it second ditto oh yes she is though she went out to buenos aires another day she was taken in to dinner by the bishop of the friendly islands first ditto a bishop fancy that is getting on isn't it miss foljambi on stage acknowledging an encore ladies and gentlemen i am very much obligated for your kind reception this evening but having been lately laid up with a bad cold and almost entirely lost my vice and being still a little hoarse i feel compelled to ask your kind acceptance of a few ornpipe steps after which i hope to remain ladies and gentlemen always your obedient humble servant to command florrie foljambi tumultuous applause and hornpipe chairman professor boodler the renowned imitator of birds will appear next the professor on stage ladies and gentlemen i shall commence by an attempt to give you an imitation of that popular and favourite songster the thrush better known to some of you i dare say as the throstle or mavis he gives the thrush which somehow doesn't go i shall next endeavour to represent that celebrated and tuneful singing-bird the skylark he does it but the lark doesn't quite come off i shall next try to give you those two sweet singers the male and female canary the gentleman in the stalls with the yellow air will represent the female bird on this occasion he must not be offended for it is a high compliment i am paying him a harmless professional joke the canaries obtain but tepid acknowledgments i shall now conclude my illustrations of bird life with my celebrated imitation of a waiter drawing the cork from a bottle of ginger beer and drinking it afterwards does so rouses the audience to frantic enthusiasm and retires after triple recall the voluble lady in the shilling stalls during the performance of a thrilling melodramatic sketch i've nothing to say against her husband a quiet respectable man and always treated me as a lady with grey whiskers but that's neither here nor there and i speak of parties as i find them well that was a thursday on the saturday there came a knock at my door and i answered it and there was she saying as cool as you please heroine on stage ah oh, no no you would not ruin me we will not tell my husband so i told her i'm very sorry i says but i can't lend that frying-pan to nobody so i got up two hours after as i was going downstairs she came out of her room and says 
hello rose ow are yer as if nothing had happened oh jolly i says or something o that sort i wasn't going to take no notice of her and she says going out like that i says oh yes nothing to stay in for i says careless like so mrs piper she never said nothing and i didn't say nothing and so it went on till monday well her husband met me in the passage and he said to me good-tempered and civil enough i must say he said villain on stage curse you i've had enough of this fooling give me the money or i'll twist your neck and fling you into yonder mill-dam to drown so of course i'd no objection to that and all she wanted in the way of eatables and drink she ad no let me finish my story first well just fancy er now she asked me to step in and she says ow are you and was very nice and i never said a word not wishing to bring up the past and i didn't tell you this they'd a kind of old easy chair in the room and the only remark i made not meaning anything was hero on stage you infernal black-hearted scoundrel this is your work is it well i couldn't ha put it more pleasant than that could i and old mr fitkin as was settin on it he says to me he says hero courage my darling you shall not perish if my strong arms can save you heaven help me to rescue the woman i love better than my life but he's half silly so i took no particular notice of him when what did that woman do after stoopin to me as she as times without number but oh is the play over well as i was saying oh i'm ready to go if you are and i can tell you the rest walking home exit having thoroughly enjoyed her evening end of section twenty five read by don w jenkins rancho san diego california shaggybark.blogspot.com